profile and post something that's absolutely terrible and god awful. And even if you come in after and say, "Turning version five, and, um, it is devastating." Like basically, that's me. The photography is dead. It's the same thing, right? Everything I create now will be gone in five or ten years because either I or another or the client's gonna get rid of all the websites I design because websites just look like crap after ten. In this episode, we're going to, you know, be talking about, you know, the the role of AI in our own identities and society's identities and, um, you know, kind of the dark things we need to at least be aware of as we move forward. And, you know, it's not all it's not all bright and cushy with AI. It could get dark. Yeah. Also, like a thing where we talk about is like the death of an industry and how everything is like kind of like a movie you know we got all the references we have like iRobot we have the Terminator we have um, Galactica and it's like everything is like becoming like hyper realistic and it's like we're so close to the future but still so far away and there's like so many risks you know so I think we we, we just jump right into it basically what's happening this is like mid-journey version 5 and um, it is devastating like basically the photo industry in my opinion because for me the photography is dead right. because like are I've, we in this right now are we doing yeah we're in this are we in this right now okay. yeah so because like one of my clients for example he's using mid-journey and he's using chat free to make inspirational selfie photo with like a nice text over it and his friends don't know it's not him and nobody knows you know mm-hmm. photos don't really get the engagement on instagram anyways anymore you know it's like all about video so it's like more engaging entertaining mm-hmm. so that is a major blow for photographers for example and then the other thing is basically like oh ai can now produce anything and everything just better with less time constraints in different mm-hmm. versions it was very scary in my opinion well, yeah, I mean, um, so yeah, so right now, like with with everything that's happening, um, yeah, I mean, it's 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 we're in this place where like we can duplicate just about everything instantly, and I think we're in this place where like what is the value of an image? What is the value of a composition? Right? Yeah. Um, which is like the tell old um, thing of all time. Like really, uh, since art's begun, there's that's always been the discussion of what is the actual value of this, right? Yeah. Um, if you look at artists back in the Renaissance period, um. The only way that they would even get uh, money to do art was through a patron where they had to have some guy, some rich guy, usually the church that says, hey, we need to have something visual to blow people's minds. Um, And then so they placed a high value on metaphors and symbology and showing Jesus and showing all these things like I'm just talking about Europe. But, um, you know, so there's there's that. And now now I think we're in that same place of like, what is the value? Right. And I think we're so inundated with visual stuff that like seeing a picture of a close-up bee doesn't blow our minds anymore. Seeing, yeah. like, sp- a space photography doesn't blow our minds anymore. So so we're, we're, we as a species, I feel like, assign a very low value now to visuals in general. Yeah. Um, so I think that's where we're kind of wrestling with now, right? Like, so if there's no value in visuals and I create visuals, then do I give value? Yeah, so that that is like a really... So first off, I want to show the bee so that people know how good... Uh, Mid journey basically is right now. Let me zoom in a little bit so that you guys know. Oh wait, sorry. There we go. Yeah. Oops, I'm pinching. Ooh, there we go. Oop. Uh, oh <laughs> God, I'm bad with. How do you do the apple? Oh yeah, yeah. Do do it in the middle. You see, this is like you know. How would you know if that's not real? You know, like obviously it looks too hyper realistic. But if you saw micro or macro photography. Yeah, I would think that's a macro photography. You could definitely sell me on that. Yeah, and I would not know. You, you don't know. You cannot even see it that close. This is like, 
This mm-hmm. is the, the weird part about the, the whole thing now. Like the AI becomes so good that it could be real and you don't even know if it's real or not. And it right. doesn't matter if it's real or not. Well, That's the other thing, you know? Well, and yet again, you know what this really in- is interesting about this is this reminds me of the Renaissance period again because that's when you see this new um, hyper-realism. So that's an actual artistic kind of following. Um, so you have realism and then you have hyper-realism. So when you have something like the Mona Lisa or something or you have things that Da Vinci used to paint, um, yeah. they actually were more realistic than reality was the the idea back then that these artists were such masters that they created a better version of of a human than you could see through your naked eye was the idea back then so so even back then they were creating these these things that were better than like they were trying to create something even more realistic than life if that makes sense so so if you like look at like some of the master's paintings out there it's very interesting because when you think about it it kind of is better because when you when you view something you focus and you see detail here and everything else is very blah but then on a painting everything's in detail so it's that hyper realism that every part of the image itself is in this hyper focus yeah. Um, which is where, like, kind of what you're saying now with like um, AI, we're in this place where like everything's in focus, everything's hyper realistic, everything has this hyper realistic texture, gloss, and can go infinitely complex. Yeah. Um, so it's almost this neo hyper realism that's going to come out of AI. So, so you mean like basically we're with AI, it would be maybe a step to just make it even more realistic because like AI can mm-hmm. also make less realistic stuff. Like, there's literally no limit to, um, you know, mm-hmm. like crazy stuff let's say you want to have a unicorn like blowing a trumpet and like um mm-hmm. a 500 pound guy is riding it you know you can get that on mid journey in any style hyper realism anime style whatever you want you mm-hmm. know so that is like the weird thing where i'm like where is you know we we cannot really push it farther you know what i mean like there is no mm-hmm. make it more realistic because it's already at a point where it's like this could be too realistic already and i don't even know because like you know how often do you see like for example this bee right now you know you don't you know you wouldn't know unless you know macro photography and right so that's the thing where it's like yeah yeah and it's interesting because if you think of like the timeline of things like macro photography and even getting images that are this high resolution is still fairly new i mean i mean like you know to get this type of image is something you would have had to have a camera in the last 10 to 15 years to get something this high resolution so so it's funny it's like so quickly caught up to the technology that just recently came out yeah but what's interesting is that limits the ai that's always going to be the funny thing about ai is it's and maybe not but like for the most part at least so far it's taking from things that are already exists so i see what you mean so there almost has to be a technology that that pushes the boundaries so then ai can kind of take that and run with it and uh, so but there there yeah. i see now a different uh, a problem because like i agree and that is a really good thing because i wanted to also go back to the first thing what you said with the patrons but first off yes ai does not see like you know what is like the absolute limit of like never captured things you know Mm-hmm. But because you have the creative aspect, you can create anything and everything. Let's say UFOs, for example. You can make some really crazy mm-hmm. UFOs and you're like, oh, this is hyper-realistic. Is it not real or is it not real? You know? Right, right. It's like, it's impossible. If you know now everything could be fake, would you believe if somebody pushes the limits and being like, hey, I captured this with like um, a super new camera, microscopic, whatever shenanigans, mm-hmm. and it looks weird. And you're like, 
This is probably some mid-journey shenanigans. Yeah, well, it's that old statement, like, seeing is believing, right? And um, now seeing isn't believing. Now yeah. it's now that can be fake, too. Um, and, you know, and furthermore, I think, you know, we're we're in this place right now with AI where it's it's very visual-based. It's all visual stuff. But, you know, it... I, I don't I don't see that it being very long from now that that we we expand out into different directions. So it's not just visual stuff. It's audio. It's it's even smell things like that. Like can why why not have AI really blow up? And I think that's why you know I've, I've mentioned in the past that um that uh, OpenAI you know they they put huge investments into robotics and I think it's for that yeah. reason because the only thing that I the only problem I see with AI right now that it's going to need to solve and it will solve really quickly is how it interfaces right us doing prompts and and doing lines of code and things and getting python to, to connect it it's that's the that's the first steps you know so so, so eventually it's just going to be part of everything I think it's just going to be intertwined with all of our interfaces yeah so what broke the news basically I think like last week or so and I was part of it too I'm like, like what that is a thing so you basically can download now ChatGPT free onto your iphone if you have the app and you have like the the subscription you get obviously the priority in your commands mm-hmm. um if you don't that's fine but apple gets a nice cut if you you know book it through the iphone you know mm-hmm. but you can now do text to speech and it's like it's too good inter- integrated in my opinion mm. it's like oh i want to figure something out i want to google it or i want to know how to do something hey blah 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 I get the answer, you know? Yeah. And it's like the only downside right now, I don't know why they Im- didn't implement that into the app that you get like a um, text to speech, you know, where it's mm-hmm. like like Siri talking to, t- uh, talking to you. Mm-hmm. I'm like, then it would be like, it would be game over. It's like... Yeah, yeah. Well, and it really, it's doing what Siri promised to do at the beginning, but it really wasn't able to do, right? Like, yeah. I remember when Siri rolled out, they, they kind of first marketed it to be AI, essentially. But then when you got it, you're like, oh, it's really, it only really does some basic tasks, you know? And I and I kind of, I've, I've power used mine, you know? I think the, the thing oh, I, use, I use mine the most for is just, you know... Um, you know, remind me at this exact time of this, 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 so I can live a big long reminder with all this information really easily. Um, but that that's probably the best thing I could have done in the past. For now, yeah, with AI, it's like I could be like, hey, AI, I want you to create a recurring event on this day that's going to recur once a year and send a, an alert, and you can send all this stuff, and I'm like, okay, cool, 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 cool. Uh, I wanna I wanna point something out, like. Everybody has smart devices at home that work with Alexa, Google, whatever, and now mm-hmm. combine like a AI. The interface is already there. I the mean, interface is there. Like you could have AI like telling you when the light goes on and off. You know, it is mm-hmm. like if you would have the the warning sign of the Terminator, <laughs> we're completely implemented. What is like scary to think about? It's not like oh they wouldn't know what to do. Like they would see where you are. Like because like yeah. of, like security cameras, ring doorbell, whatever. Oh yeah, they well, they would be able to heat up the AC, whatever. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they know, they, they know, you know, yeah, they know the schedules, they know things like that, you know. So I think there's, there's, there's going to be this interesting, like, deep intelligence, I think, that's that we're starting to see be created in our society, this kind of deep intelligence like that, that, like, kids eventually are not even, they're just going to think it's just as normal as the telephones or electricity or plumbing, but you're going to have this type of intelligence that's like a, a network that we're all kind of linked into. I, I'm kind of getting ready. A lot of cities, so in Colorado, um, they're, they're, Colorado Springs specifically, they're, they're, they're replacing all of the... Well, they're not replacing, but they're adding fiber optics cables everywhere, and that that got me thinking of like, of like you know that's really kind of the next step with AI, right? Is 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 can we push everyone into the network, right? Can can so maybe in the future I could see there being like a free internet, 
but then you're linked into to this. It's collecting your data for that free internet type of thing. Jesus, like if you think about it, we already got you know like it's in the movies. You got the slums where basically people are like OG and they're natural and all that you know, and they're yeah. always depicted of like oh the outsiders you know, mm-hmm. and it's always in the movies like oh yeah, there's the people who are adapted to everything and they're completely implemented in AI computer tech techniques and whatever mm-hmm. and. The how do you say holistic people basically are like no we don't want that and this is already kind of shaping and forming you know like obviously it's kind of sad because like mm. not everybody who is not really implemented in society is like doing well because like there's drugs homelessness whatever you know yeah. there's no real way of escaping technology and there is no like real like outside a camp kind of sort of that is like oh this is a livable con- condition and this is like kind of fine you know because right now it's just like boy oh boy oh boy if you're like losing your job and you're trying to just like live off the grid th- you're like in a completely different world yeah and and i don't think that's gonna be impossible to do still i think you can be off the grid i think it'll, it'll come down to if you're off the grid you just have to not care about the what's on the grid right because you're still you're still gonna be part of it i think that's what we're seeing is like even if you you tried to check out of the digital world, you're still going to be part of the digital world, even if yeah. you're trying to check out. Um, but yeah, no, I, I definitely think there's going to be people that aren't going to be super tied into all this. I think that's why people like you and me are, and, and people that are like creatives in this digital world, we're, we're most scared because we're so close to it. We, we depend so much on this digital network of things and, yeah. and digital stuff happening that that's what scares us so much about AI is that like, you know, if, 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 if it really starts to take over our own value and what we put into this, like our, our whole identity is kind of based in this. It's like to, to bring it back a hundred years ago, it'd be like if you and I were like steel workers and then this machine came out and they don't need the steel worker anymore. We're, where we leaned a hundred percent in the steel, like that's our whole family, our whole yeah. bread and butter. So of course we're going to be the ones that are scared. Where yeah, the guy that's like rock climbing in the middle of Moab and doesn't care about technology, it may not affect him that much. It may because there's still going to be a real world. I don't think we're going to turn into a completely you know yeah. digital world that quickly. Um, hopefully not. But you know, so will there be people completely unaffected by AI? I think everyone at least a little bit will be affected, even if they don't want to be affected by it. But like, it may not change some people's careers. You may still have white river rafters, people that still want to ro- that still roof on houses and stuff. Because uh, at least you we need it. Like you have the hardware is at least still lagging. We still I always say that kind of when we talk about AI. But like you know, the software is always ahead of the hardware. So like you know, to do complex motions, things like that, you do see it with restaurants. You are starting to see that where they are getting the robotics to get to that place, but. Um, I, until there's like, you know, a big rollout of robots everywhere. And I don't, I don't know how long that is. I, I, I feel like that's way down the road in terms of just resources and ways to cheaply build robots. I'm happy that I bought Tesla stock. <laughs> Did you saw their release of the robot? You know, they have everything intertwined. Ooh. So they have like, um, they have the self-driving cars, you know, where they're like gathering data and data is everything. Like if you mm-hmm. want to, if you want to make a decision on anything and you want to build a tool and you don't have all the data that you need, like yeah. the training data for ChatGPT three, for example. If you don't have the data, you yeah. cannot really build like a functional AI model. You know, it's all mm-hmm. about who owns the data, and so they have like a ton of data with the self driving cars because they're just like collecting twenty four hours, yeah. thousands of times. You know, yeah, yeah, and it all gets intertwined. And now they 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 were promising to do the whole like 
we get a robot you know now they have robots like i don't i don't know if you saw the the press conference where it's like they're walking now they're doing stuff they're grabbing stuff like it's Mm -hmm. kind of similar to boston dynamics so it's not anymore just a prototype and a rendering it's Mm -hmm. like oh there is something if that makes sense oh yeah yeah well it makes sense right because you have you have tesla it's gotten really good at its um kind of visual spatial um type of um just navigation of things and then obviously he's he's been building these factories which are also robots and and, and that's <laughs> yeah. getting better so it only makes sense that yeah that he would you know and it, it and it helps the bigger mission everything with elon musk i always tell people just think he wants to go to mars what are all the things that you need to go to mars well he's building all those things he's building the way to to transport us to the place he's, he's building the things to drive on the surface he's building the things to bore the holes under the surface of mars so we can create highways <laughs> he's really if you really think of every single company he started it is all for mars even Twitter is for Mars because then that's communication. The, that's the social engineering <laughs> and communication side of Mars. So it's like you know. So so yeah. He's 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 a hundred percent going to be in the in the robot game. It would it would be ridiculous if they didn't get into it. Yeah. Um. But I think even he. I, I feel it. I don't have anything directly to to quote on this. But even in his interviews, I think he said that like there's just not enough resources right now to have lots of robots that they're just not in that place where even they, you know, they even have a hard time developing enough cars to stay in it. So he's like, I can't even develop enough cars. How the hell am I going to develop robots as quick? So, so I I think you're going to see this big, one thing I do, and this is way out of our purview. I wish we had some like badass engineer guy on this show, but like, I think the next thing we have to get over is Silicon. We, I mean, we just got to get rid of We got to get over these resources that are finite. Like until, until we get over the finite resources, how can we ever have a million robots all over the planet? And this is going to divert a little bit off topic, but I think this is a great point too, that like, cause, cause Elon Musk is going through this with his self-driving cars, right? That there's like only like, there's like this one wreck that happens and then, and someone dies, let's say, um, and then everyone's like, see, we got to stop. We can't have self-driving cars. But then you put that one wreck versus the you know, the millions of wrecks in one week of like non-self-driving cars. So it's really funny. So even in this case, it's like, yeah, even if it messed up and killed one kid, and that is terrible. And I'm not, I'm not saying that that's not terrible. But it, even if that did happen... How- it versus all the kids that die now um, without anyone, you know, so it's like, so it's interesting, but there's always going to be that, like, it just takes one kid to be killed by a robot and it all just goes, like, so it's really funny, like, yeah. we we as as people are just so, we're scared of technology, the second that it does anything wrong, we're just like, nope, we can't have it, it has to be 100% foolproof. Yeah, so so my, my point of this is like, there's things where I'm like, I don't want them in the, uh, you know, in the facility, you know, and adding more is not the solution um you know completing it deletely would be nice you know yeah. in a way but also like i get the point of why you wouldn't want to do that and I, I get both sides but the whole point is like okay now you have humans robots and you arm robots right the intention is great but that is ai kind of like having access to x y and z mm-hmm. <laughs> theoretically if it would turn south and it would be not at the right spot and it's like what is the future turning into? And I'm just like, that is like the, the bigger. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there was, um, you know, so 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 even to look at, um, I think it was uh, iRobot or whatever with Will Smith, the, yeah. you know, spoiler alert, it's been around a while, so I'm going to go ahead and spoil this. But 
So, so the the entire you know, it, so Will Smith's character hates robots in the movie. Like mm-hmm. since in the very beginning, and you don't really know why. They don't really they you know it takes kind of going through the movie to figure out like why does he hate and not trust robots? And you think it's like some some sinister thing, right? Like the robot must have killed his wife or something. And it's actually like he got in a wreck, and the other there was a family in this other car, and they're both sinking, and there's a little girl in the other car, and the robot does not save the little girl because because Will Smith has more of a chance to live than the little girl, and then the the robot saves him. He's come out he's like okay cool you got the little girl right and he's like nope you 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 were the one that was to survive he's like no get off of me and then the little girl dies and so there's that kind of thinking of like robots are going to think in this logical way yeah so so i get that with like a school shooting too of like you know we kind of need to switch the thing up i'm just like ai will already (laughs) like flag this thing left and right i'm just like fuck what did it do yeah. So anyway, you know, so I, I, I think like, you know, uh, but I think you bring up really good points, though, because like, I think right now when we, we talk about creativity, or creativity and AI, I think people just think like, stop whining. It's just pictures, guys. But like, it's a bigger thing, though. There's a there's a bigger conversation happening, I think. Yeah. And I think us as creatives, we're we're kind of on the front line of that discussion in our own way. Yeah. Um, and I think like, you know, the big the big kind of thing here is like, you know, morality, you know, well, what is that? What is morality? And like, you know, in our creativity field, like is it doesn't mean you made it does that make it more valuable that, that you made it with your own hands and i think that's our morality in the creativity world of yeah. you know like yeah did a robot make the right decision sure but was it a was it still good you know so so they, they i have two things i want to go back because i i said it in the beginning like you said in um you had back in the day your patrons who basically pay for you to do art you know mm-hmm. and Nowadays, they're your photographers, videographers, web designers. They're your Patreon, you know? You want a website? We're the Patreon. We, we support you, you know? All we want in return is a little bit of money, and we provide some art, you know? And I, I see this is now the new thing, and they, the Patreon is shifting to the doer and, you know, like the guy who wants to have the thing. Like, I don't, I don't see how this is now you know you, you see the concept what is happening everything is like getting um distributed to the guy who wants to have it well yeah yeah so the so the patrons like our clients still i still think that's you know you still have a guy that needs a thing and then they support us to give him that thing um and i think what's scary now is that you know, the thing could just be the tool, right? So there's the new discussion that even we have now in our own heads is, you know, do I do the thing or do I do the cheap version of the thing? And the cheap version of the thing used to be really, really cheap and terrible. But with AI, it's maybe only 5% worse than what Fitzay could do for, you know, 5% of the cost. And well, so it's way less than five percent. Yeah, and I know it's being generous, but like I think that's that we're that's the unique case here. Like you know, I can't really I can't point out to like the Renaissance period, and maybe there is some type of, but like they didn't have to. Da Vinci didn't have to go against a machine. Yeah. You know, nobody had to go against. You know, maybe there was like a. I'm sure like you know calligraphers, for example. Once the Gutenberg press was invented, I'm sure they were really upset that they yeah. were like, uh, you don't need handwritten stuff anymore. <laughs> like this is awkward. She's <laughs> <laughs> kind. <laughs> I mean, with that being said, though, like you, you see what I meant with like the power shifting, you know, and there's still obviously like a demand for real art, you know. This is like right now, right. you could print anything. Why would you pay for a hand painted whatever, you know? It's yeah. more like that. Oh yeah, luxury, you know. And I think that will not go away, you know. You want to have the luxury artist aspect, but if you mm-hmm. don't are in that field, 
something is about to change (laughs) well right and i think there's going to be a big importance on story the why of stuff right like you know uh, uh you know what's really interesting is any depiction of the future they'll show stuff from the now so for example um like the movie uh children of men where it's a it's a post apocalyptic world but in in one of the scenes this guy has all these old art pieces and it's interesting because they're they're looking at him because they have this context behind them, like Pink Floyd's like album for animals, like that has, and that's and and they also have I think pa- uh, Pablo Picasso's like um one of the ones where like the bombs are dropping, and it's all blue. I forgot the name of it, but like you know that's in that scene as well. And it's and it's interesting because they kind of talk about how like that's the only value now, right? Is yeah. it's, so it's like so us as creatives, I guess we need to we need to hear that and we need to know that the image by itself isn't going to be everything now there has to be a story there has to be a why behind it and if you can get the why if you can knock that out of the park yeah i mean because you see it a lot now too with like um like the nft world kind of really showed that right where you had the board board chimp thing where yeah the board chimps aren't great pieces of art like it's not like people are like this is amazing the way that they did these apes and they did a million of them <laughs> it's amazing like no but it was the story behind it it was the fact that it, it grew legs on its, it's own promise that was a promise too you know it's yeah. a promise and the the story and with a with nfts i i think like there will be a big comeback because like we need to authenticate what is made by a human is that really you because like i don't know if you hear it in mm. the news like somebody um photoshopped like the pentagon getting hit you know and with uh, not photoshop but a mid-journey and stock prices were dropping like by 30 percent. that was 500 million something or billion gone what do you mean? Just people post online, well, and people believe that, or yep. they, they didn't. And the stock it affected the stock market, and I'm like, what? People, and, people go to a news website when that happens. Like, if if the Pentagon's being hit by a plane, I'll tell you what. It'll probably be the first photo on CNN. <laughs> I'll tell you what. <laughs> but let's say you're 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 investor. You're like, okay, fake news. Uh, I don't know. I have not enough time to verify if it's fake or not because you want to be on the upside of the stock market, you know. And that is literally. The news is out, I immediately have to jump on it, or I will not be like, you know, it will be calculated into the stock price. Well, you're right. I think you're right there where, like, there's a a big risk here with, like, we're... It's like it's like we're all getting this this phone line to God in a way, and we can ask God questions. But if you're not intelligent and you start to ask God questions, it can really get out of hand yeah. real quickly. Um, you know, I think uh, there's there's a lot of really cool uh, like old tales that I think that that really AI could really it'd be really funny to do like an episode where we just talk about like old fantasy tales and how they can really relate to AI. But one of the ones that really stands out to me is Aladdin, like where we have this genie that comes out of the lamp. And we think we we have the right questions lined up for the genie, and then we say the wrong questions. And he's like, <laughs> "Can I do give you an example for that?" Yeah, the best example is like people writing a prompt. Can you answer this? And it's like, "What is a dog?" You know, and it's like people are being like so bad. You know, the only thing that is reflecting is like you cannot write a prompt. You cannot uh, ask intelligent question. You have now. Mm-hmm. How many tries to ask that AI a question, and all you right. do is basically. Why you want to notice? You know, this is not important. You know the answer. You maybe you you know you testing it. All you do is r- rub the bottle, and the genie's coming out, and it's like, huh? 
Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and at the same time, you may be creating kind of a shallow base of knowledge. You're not actually learning. It's kind of like when you keep uh, mistyping the same word, but it autocorrects. You're never actually learning to yeah. type that word because you don't actually have the, the pain of the failure of not typing it right. And somebody be like, hey, you spelled that wrong, dummy. Yeah. You know, so you don't get that. So you're not going to learn. <laughs> and so it's like the same thing was with AI where it's like, yeah, I, I find myself being like, okay, Sean, you, you while you can just ask this thing all day to solve all your problems, like you you should at least still try to give it a whack. And like you, I'm trying to get to this place in my mind where I'm like, this is more of a troubleshooting tool. This isn't the whole thing. Yeah. But there is the argument of like, you know, someday it may just need to be the whole tool, especially for coders. Because yet again, like, do you need to know code? Is there some divine reason I should be learning code? Not really. It was just made by humans to make things easier. And code itself has gotten easier and easier and easier. Yeah. So maybe that is the next thing is like, let's just get rid of the code. Like who needs who needs to be doing the code? Yeah. What I think like is really powerful is like prompts are just like the mirror to your intelligence you know like there's people who can ask google everything and anything Mm -hmm. and they still go around and like hey can you help me with this you know and they're not trying to use google with like searching for the knowledge yeah now it's even easier now you can ask an intelligence uh, in a way you know yeah and get your answer and it's like the the questions that you ask that is the important thing that is the thing that brings you forward and it's just some people are not getting the value because like they cannot ask valuable things or describe the question or the prompt in the right way because like yeah. If you like phrase it, you give enough information for with a good prompt, you can write a whole page and you get one good specific answer. Right. But everybody's doing like the two sentence, one sentence. Oh, this is kind of easy. This is not good enough. Yeah, yeah. You know, and one thing the AI is is better than in terms of search engines, and, and maybe we'll see this get better and better, is is it actually saying like, you know, I gave you the answer, but maybe you should actually look for this instead. I do like that when it starts to do that. Yeah. Um, but but other than that, it it's 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 the same bad thing that happens in social media that you go down the path that you set. So if you think that this one thing's a solution, so you start Googling how do I do this one solution, that may not have been the right solution, but now you're going down that path and Google's not gonna tell you you're doing the wrong path. It's just gonna lead you down the wrong path now yeah you know i find that all the time with code where i like you know i I spend i spend too much time trying to figure out how to do something i go have lunch come back and i'm like dude you could have just done this other thing and it it would have taken five minutes but but google led me down a road because i asked for it to yeah just like you know the the old time adage of like you know if you ask WebMD, oh i got a rash on my butt it's like oh you have cancer and tuberculosis most likely (laughs) you know because you let it down a road it's like yeah okay yeah it makes sense you're scared so you're gonna put scared stuff into google so i'll scare you some more (laughs) yeah Yeah, it's, it is powerful. Like, and I, I think like, I I saw yesterday like um some stuff on like intelligence and like how it was, like it was like about serial killers and their intelligence and yeah they were so smart and some of them got caught and then there was really one who was really smart and he turned himself in because they didn't caught him and he was like I I I kind of don't want to do that because like uh, I feel like turning myself in and it's just like you know this those tools are like reflecting of our intelligence and it's like. I, I don't know, did we reach our limit in a way, you know, where it's like, can we articulate our problems? Can we solve our problems? Because we have the answers, you know, the answers are on the internet, the answers are with AI. And, you know, I, I'm like, we just hitting like, okay, I have all those problems. I cannot see the solution and I don't know what the solution is, but mm-hmm. I could solve all of them with those tools, like immediately. There's like, if we had the right interface, we go on to Google, mm-hmm. I have this and this and this going on and I should 
just do X, Y, and Z, and I should be fine. So, well, yeah, you well, see what I mean? Like, this is yeah. like the, the weird feeling that I'm getting, and it's just like we're hitting our like um, mm-hmm. the max of our intelligence, where it's like we know everything. Well, yeah, I mean, to kind of take it a step further, I was talking earlier about the, what's the value of art in the visual image? What's the what's the value of knowledge, right? Yeah. How much do we even value that anymore? I mean, you see it in live time. I mean, when the pandemic came out, that was really interesting to see how many people fought back against scientists and medical professionals and, and the industry. It's going that, stronger. Yeah, and so it's so you see that. You see that people don't even respect knowledge anymore. They don't even, like, you. I don't care how much doctorates you have. I don't care how many papers you put out. I don't believe you. Yeah, and it's not sexy too because the, mm-hmm. there's those crazy stone girls and the, the you know, the holistic, like, oh no, there's a bad spirit, you know? And it's just like, it's yeah. not sexy to have like no there's some hard facts you know this is actually not a ghost this is a natural phenomenon you know mm-hmm. this is like a volcano erupting or there's no you know the religion kind of all that f- stuff gets explained but it's not sexy enough and that's when you get like mm-hmm. conspiracy theories uh, uh, like camp trails for example yeah. and all that stuff and it's like oh the airplane would like fall apart if it would land completely full of gasoline you know yeah. because it's too heavy so if it has to make emergency landing it needs to drop fuel it's not sexy enough it's yeah. a cam trail the government you know it's like oh yeah yeah and i, and I don't want to get too political here um but you know uh, to, to even talk about you know donald trump and how like i think that was a very telling moment for me that like having someone that's well known by people that's very comedic and yeah. and people can relate to was way more important than him being more smart than anyone else on that stage and i think we saw that in real time that he could just come out and make a funny joke and we're like he's got my vote <laughs> And so it's like, (laughs) so that's kind of how we are now as humanity. And that is kind of scary. We don't really care about Plato. We don't really care about Duchamp. We don't care about smart people. We don't read essays from Thomas Jefferson. We don't care about these things anymore. We just want what's sexy, interesting, or funny. And we want it as fast as possible. Um, We're this TikTok culture now, right? We're this kind of like, I want my bite-sized entertainment and I want it now. I I think like, this is like, you know, when when you're kind of like an animal and you realize you're an animal <laughs> moment for me where it's like yeah instead of working out and getting fit and healthy i'm like oh yeah let's have some more food you know i know it's bad you know i know doom scrolling on the phone is bad let's still do it you know you mm-hmm. know getting the work done getting the certification it's like yeah right. we, we're hitting our limits because it's not sexy enough and we want to enjoy life in a yeah. way where it's like no i want to have fun with my friends and i don't care about that i'm not that mystical being that is like you know like i know it all but we like to pretend to be because like we have all those tools and things yeah i think that's the interesting thing that i think we're gonna have to deal with as as humanity going forward is we have to create a sense of identity in this like if if you're not if it, your art doesn't have the value if your knowledge doesn't have value then where's your identity like why yeah. why do i want to be friends with you why do i want to and and I, the thing that we keep running into um, is the social status part. I think that's that, that's the thing that's very interesting is like everyone wants that status because I feel like that's the only value anymore, really. Yeah. Like, you know, yet again, like, you know, we both know people are really smart and talented, but they're not they're not getting the, the jobs and they're working their butts off. And, and why is that? Because they don't have the social status. They don't do a good enough job at celebrating themselves. They don't do a good enough yeah. job of getting people in their loop and on their team and in their corner. So it's like, that's really all we have left. And and that kind of scares me because that's like, that's that's everything then. Everything is going to be about social status um, more so than anything else. And, I, and I'm someone that like, 
I, I would love to just keep pushing the bar on stuff and I will and I'll keep trying like even yeah. if AI takes over the whole career let's say I'd still like to keep trying to push stuff um, just for fun on my own but yeah. but yeah but like it's 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 very scary reality when when it's like dang if you didn't put your chips in that social media basket you're not putting your chips in the going out every night and meeting new people you're not putting your chips in those baskets it can be kind of scary where it's like am I going to have value? Am I going to disappear? Are people going to stop really, you know, once I get into my 40s and my 50s, if I don't have that that big crew of people supporting me, do I just disappear? Do I just cease to exist kind of thing? Yeah, I see. So this is what I, I see with like, everybody will take the chips out, out, out of social media because like you could write a social media program that is completely filled with bots and AI or at least gives you the impression that everything is real but nothing is real and you're the only person basically participating and you're just like oh I have a chance I have like the moment where I'm like I'm gonna go viral on this I get the numbers now and I, I just need to keep pushing and buying stuff and mm -hmm. reinvent myself right. and instead of like making money you're in that hamster wheel having a dream having a vision but right. nothing is real and it's like it's at a point where it's like everything could be a deep fake everything could be like fake like the the you know the stock market getting affected by mm -hmm. mid journey kind of you know it's like yeah it's impossible to tell i'm like the only thing we really can trust is like when we see it with our own eyes right but even that will dissipate you know it's like how much more do we need to like there's like sh some really good like you know facial masks for bots and whatever yeah that's what, that's what i was saying earlier yeah um seeing see i see it to believe it um is an old statement that i think is on its way out the door you know and, and another thing that this makes me think about is how you know news agencies are hurting you know fox cut a ton of jobs cnn's cutting jobs um you know so because people just aren't watching the news anymore either right they want to go get their own news they want to go find their own bite-sized pieces of stuff and yeah. they don't and they don't try trust these organizations so our trust in organizations too are just falling at a rapid rapid degree and and probably for good reasons right you know i think we're getting at we're, we're starting to realize like so why do i watch cnn and i get 30 ads for 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 drugs <laughs> and then i get i get five minutes of of someone giving me their political view and then i get 30 more minutes of drugs <laughs> and then and drama like all the negative stuff to, just to pull mm -hmm. you down so that you engage in your survival instinct is triggered you know it's like yeah it's it's, it's so bad but i i feel like going back to like social media putting your chips into it or out of it and then also going to the networking event and having value. The only thing, what is our key part that we need to do right now is like building the community because like mm -hmm. the community will still exist and you will still click with the same people that you would click, you know? Mm -hmm. And that is like, I think like it's very powerful to surround yourself with the right people mm -hmm. because like if that stuff hits the, the fan, you know, and it's like, well, I at least have my network. I don't know mm -hmm. if they will be able to help me or if I can help them. But like having that ne network and let's say everything goes like post-acupalyptic. Apocalyptic. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Being foreign is not easy. But let's say you're in that camp, you know, and you're mm -hmm. on the other side of like, oh, did the robots have the magical yeah. city and you're like in that camp. Having mm -hmm. those people is nice, you know? Your chances are better, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. To get back to just a survival thing, yeah. Uh, just more people, the better that are on your team. And um, and I think that's... Uh, it's it's hard because I think it's at the same time, we as humans are getting weaker at that. So it's like we, you have to push against that. So if like you're a young guy and you're listening to this, I would say push push back against the, the desire to stay in and to, to put all your chips in the digital world. It's It's kind of backwards. Like as the digital world gets better and better and better... Um, in terms of like, you know, connecting stuff and there's the metaverse and there's all these other things. 
yeah, it may be best to push against that. It's about it's about you know going somewhere and being being there in person. I yeah. think um, you know, but that's about all the value I can really find anymore. I mean, that's what kind of scares me. Is it's like you know, if you take that out of the equation, can you still be like a, a really successful painter? Sure. Can you still be a really successful videographer, or web designer? Sure. But um, I just we we just can't make the same mistakes that like um, like our parents and grandparents made. Like so, like my parents um, are part of the generation where where they they took a lot of pride in what they did and they, and they actually like intertwined a lot of their life with their job right so so like i got to see that firsthand where where one of my parents lost their job in a really bad way near yeah. the end of their career and i saw how much that tanked their entire persona their entire th- how they thought of themselves just crumbled and it was because so much of themselves was wrapped up into that that when that thing collapsed they collapsed and and so so what i would kind of suggest to people and even this is for myself is you got to somehow separate yourself from from this stuff like you know you 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 got to get to that point that like yeah like you know website web design may be out the window and that may have been a lot of stuff that you put a lot of your chips in but you have to get back to like if you're truly love web design and that's just you just yeah. you don't care if you get paid for it or not that's that's one thing but if but if it, if you get to this point where you feel like you don't have value because of it yeah that's when you need to detach that's when you need to do stuff that's not it's out of the game it's it's in some other realm yeah that that is like a weird thing i had like a lesson like that when i was like a little kiddo it, it called o game you know you build a fleet you do calculations you you build like basically it's a strategy game where you are like multi-planet you build stuff and you you rise the leaderboard you know you become pr- uh, proud of like oh i calculated that they're uh correctly so they cannot get me mm-hmm. and it's like and people have to wake up at three in the night and like save their fleet for example or like you have to exactly know onto the second when your fleet arrives at what planet and then you fly to another planet so a bigger fleet cannot approach the planet while your fleet is parked there mm-hmm. and basically gather your resources and i was like so proud i'm like i i had that streak going like they never caught me you know and i'm like climbing the leaderboard you know i wasn't like in the top 100 from 20,000s, you know mm-hmm. i'm like the fleet was pretty big and i like put a lot of time effort and value in it right and then obviously sooner or later you're slacking you're like okay slept in they mm-hmm. got me i'm like everything is gone you know and i knew the person who was like looking out for me is like okay i'm gonna get you and i was like seeing his attempt you know you get a notification when somebody's like flying to your planet and there wasn't anything there besides the defense and you so you don't want to fly to a planet with the defense so because then you just get damaged and mm. not the reward of like the all the, the mm. materials of the fleet mm-hmm. so it's like oh he got me that little you know but i had that that pride i'm like i was like so attached and i made like i arranged my life for that i'm like i will wake up no matter what mm-hmm. the time is i'm just like boy oh boy oh boy there's something really interesting about the existentialism of of video games it's just really funny because like you know a lot of video games they have like these kind of like you know high scoreboards right and these leadership boards and it's so funny how ephemeral that is like people put hundreds of hours to get on this board and you better take a screenshot because then it's like gone it's just like that now it's gone and and even more so, you know, I, I'm, I, I'm a lover of games where you build stuff, you build communities, you build cities and things like that. And, yeah. and I'm in glorious, beautiful cities and they, <laughs> and they look great, but only I walk through them. So there's like really, there's like really interesting stuff of the digital world of like, you know, you can do all this stuff, you can build all these things, but then it can just, just be wiped away and it's 
gone and there and that's that could be pretty upsetting right yeah um you know and in the web design world it's the same thing right everything i create now will be gone in five or ten years because either i or another or the client's gonna get rid of all the websites i design because websites just look like crap after 10 years and so it's like so that's it's evolving fast so everything you put on that board is gonna get wiped up off eventually and that and that's a weird thing like even you as a videographer what you think is a high quality video now in 20 years is gonna be maybe bull crap and no one's two, gonna care about it two, one year you know like the styles are changing everything is accelerating at a pace like it's like i don't you know we cannot even talk about all the news that are happening on ai you know and all those tools and Mm -hmm. you know there's like different tools for web design different tools for videography and it's like i'm like every week there's something new out you cannot learn them all and it's like it's just accelerating 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 i'm like where we're going you know where where do we say stop and do our thing you know where do we say stop? You know, one thing you do already see happening, which happens in all businesses, is you see these players now that want to do it all. So, um, so like I use Jasper AI, and it start it's starting to to release a visual stuff like Midjourney and things like that too. <laughs> so everyone's just trying to do everything now. So yeah, right? now you're a photographer. You don't need anybody yeah. like you, you could be creating photog- content. <laughs> yeah, you're a copywriter, a photographer. Uh, you know, and and you know, and so it's 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 scary. It it truly is. I mean, it's it's it would be it would be. I, I would be totally lying to people out there if I wasn't scared. And honestly, some of the videos I see of people that are all about the AI, you know, they kind of frustrate me because I'm like, I get that you're excited and I get that you get this and I get that you think that this is great and amazing and fun. But it's just funny because I feel like um, us as humans, we just have this bright and shiny syndrome. The, the thing in front of us, we love well, we're like, oh, the iPhone. Oh, we got a, we got a phone now. And oh, social media. Oh, my God. And we just we just lose focus. We lose yeah. sight so quickly. We get we're like so hungry for the next new thing that like we just we just don't care we don't care about the outcome we really don't we're just yeah. like this is so cool and like and it's just like youtube's an interesting case where like you know and social media in general is that we're all after likes and engagement and so we're just willing to lean into anything you could you could yeah we, we, we could all become cannibalistic terrible like demon people if it got us the views and so it's like i don't know it just you're here to hear first so if you're like satanic church reach out we got you <laughs> <laughs> man but yeah so you know it's so it is it's sad it's sad to me that we're like in this kind of place now where yeah it, i don't even think people people want to stop it and and people aren't really it's funny that the people that developed the original tools are the people saying we should stop right the elon musk and stuff are the ones saying hey we need to pause like but yet again the genie's already out of the bottle like you guys yeah. did this like there's no putting it back in yeah my, my two cents on that is like um first off you know we all get older you know and we become stagnant and we don't want to adapt you know that's the yeah. other thing like the young people they want to adapt they're, they're they're hungry they're like there's change i can take advantage of change you know mm-hmm. this is like this constant you know everything's always changing and always has been always will be but this is now happening and it's like it's it's a weird thing to catch up with you know and i'm like can they even catch up or do they just do like no yeah you don't do social media you don't do electronics oh yeah i, I go with the vibe kind of you know and i mm-hmm. see that a lot here in florida what is like kind of weird you know like is it more you know true to nature of humanity to be just like relaxed community and status you know and trade and barter you know instead of like oh no i have those values and i ignore certain you know because I believe in science. What is the other way? You know, like obviously, this other thing is going more to nature, what will give you more fulfillment and will be more fake and not really real. The other thing is like really dark but true. Yeah, I mean, it's. 
yeah, there's, I mean, yeah, there's, I mean, there's no easy answer to, I mean, like, like I said before, the people that, that say that I'm not going to be part of this, I'm going to be completely disconnected. You're going to be part of it. Even, you know, yeah. if you go to a store, you're part of it. If you're, you know, so it's not really your choice at a certain point. I think yeah. that's, that's the, that's the tough thing, right? Like our grandparents when, you know, they, they had phones installed and stuff when phones became a thing, the home telephone, they had a choice. They didn't have to get a home telephone. It's not like the telephone company made every single house get a phone. Yeah. But I think where we are now with like social media data collection you don't even and people don't really realize this but you your data is collected even if you don't have a social media profile oh. your data is collected without you even knowing it you are part of the algorithm even if you don't want to be I, I can freak you out if you travel and you want to fly there's a new program that they are using for um, scanning basically with AI like everybody who's like going through TSA and like you know you have to declare your social media name email name just in case to make sure you're not a terrorist you know but this is now getting scanned by AI and is safe for 75 years so it's basically AI is predicting like oh yeah this he wrote this on the Facebook and they build a profile about you without you like wanting to accept or knowing all the details but if you want to go through the TSA thing well there you are <laughs> you have no right to say no besides if you want to walk or swim you know right <laughs> and it's like nearly impossible it's like where does it end and i think like it will never end and we're just like going through it and it's just like okay if ai says i'm this type of person i guess i am <laughs> i i don't know even though it's maybe tr- not true you know well yeah 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 obviously very dangerous to start to um yeah have people guilty of crimes they haven't even committed right yeah. um bo- what was was it the other movie that was something with like that's minority reports so. exactly yeah. <laughs> so yeah it's essentially all we're doing we're just you know and that and that's also kind of funny on its own right the only ways that we have to describe the future are through film and cinema so it's really funny like that's that's the only <laughs> things that we as humans even can really think of and but 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 you're right it's it's this kind of profile building and that's and that's that's really bad that's really dangerous i've seen that in really gross ways in my industry for like for example i used to when I was uh, doing a lot of print design, mostly print design, um, you, everyone that owns a house has probably gotten the card that's like, hey, I want to buy your house. Yeah. Those go out to people that are in the most need. So if you have a divorce, you end up on a list. Um, you, you don't, it's not your choice. But if you get a divorce, you're on a list. If you, if you guys foreclose or miss a bill, you're on a list. If your dog even dies, you're on a list. Well, if you have a dog, because you need shots. <laughs> And so, see, so, so like, you know, you have, you're on a list and then, and then the guy, the people buy these lists, right? I want the list of all the people that got divorced this month and I'm going to send them, Hey, I want to buy your house because they're probably trying to divorce and get rid of their house. And it's, it's just really, it's really bad. You know, me as a student loan person, I've had so many people call me because I'm on a list and they see I have a lot of student loan debt. So they're like, judging, let's, let's, let's take advantage of this guy's fear. You've had it have happened many times where you've had kind of people like reach out through email and stuff and they scare the crap out of you being like hey you better do this or we're gonna get you and and i think that's the scary part about the profile building right is that like i could just like open up fitz's folder and see all of his fears and then i could manipulate all those fears yeah and that's where it gets kind of scary yeah i mean like this is a very loaded topic by itself because like I see it happening more and more that Facebook accounts, for example, getting hacked. You know, now now imagine like your Facebook yeah. if gets hacked and somebody writes something somewhere on your social media, you don't even know you have that. Now you're getting tracked by like an AI tool because like, oh yeah, he said this, he is probably that. And how do you go now through this and like justify everything? And like, hey, no, I never wrote that. 
you know this yeah. is a is a big thing now you know yeah yeah well yeah and you have to be a good custodian of your of your own stuff um which i i admittedly have only recently started to realize i kind of haven't been right like old accounts that you've never closed out things that you've you haven't touched in years they're still out there dormant and they can still just be yeah. you know I've, I've had friends tell me that like yeah i had a twitter account like 10 years ago and i haven't touched it but then the other day i went in there and it's just been posting spam for three years straight yeah and it's like but that's still your identity now 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 your identity is going to be intertwined with that and yeah and how do you expunge that there's no real way right that's what i I think is so funny is a lot of these social media companies don't have a support phone line there's no support they don't care yeah like there's no no one's gonna go in there and clean your data for you like they're just there to give you like damage basically in a weird way like not having something is bad because like you need to have a good credit score you know and Mm -hmm. all that stuff so you kind of are forced to participate in like the red race you know Mm -hmm. If you not have it, it's like, this is kind of odd. Why is that one person not having all those accounts? You know, like you could fly, let's say, mm-hmm. and you don't give a phone number, email, and whatever. Like, let's international. Yeah, it's international. If you want to fly into the country, you sometimes have to declare like, oh, yeah, I have to. I have those social media accounts. If you don't do that, how likely is that that it's true? You know, mm-hmm. then you're all automatically flagged. And it's like... There is no support system, like you said, and there's also, let's say, if even if there would be, like, so many things are affected that could destroy your life, you know, like, let's say you get arrested, false mm-hmm. charge, and, like, now you go through the court system proving that you're, like, innocent, and the damage is already done, the employer yeah. fired you, you know, like, it's, like, it's going through, like, so many things that it's, like, it's becoming very fragile to be a functioning member of society, yeah, well, just in general. Well, it's terrifying because, you know, if, if someone hacks your profile and posts something that's absolutely terrible and god-awful, and even if you come in after it and say, hey, everybody, someone hacked my profile, that wasn't me, it still has already hurt your brand. I've already seen the thing that I yeah. didn't want to see, and it was on your profile, and now it's associated to you. The damage yeah. is already done. And that's the scary part, is it, it just takes one of those things to happen and before you know it, everyone, even if you come out and say, I was hacked, that wasn't me, it still affects who <laughs> yeah, you Yeah, they're like, whatever. <laughs> yeah, so they're still going to think of, when they think of your face, the thing that they saw. And, you know, and I'm glad it hasn't happened to me, you know, and being a kid growing up, I mean, there's one thing that recently happened um, where one of the states, I forget which state it is exactly, um, I don't want to misquote which state it is, but there's a state now that's coming out with laws because um, one of the Congre- members of Congress, he had a son that killed himself recently because um, uh, someone had uh, hacked into his computer and stolen like nudes of him or something of his son and then um, just destroyed him. Like said, you know, I'm going to send this to everyone. I'm going to blackmail you. And they did. They, you know, they, they were, they were contacting his family. They were contacting all of his friends and they just destroyed this kid's life. And this kid ended his own life because he was like, there's no way out of this. Like my, my life is ruined now because this person is not going to stop trying to, to, to get me to the ends of the earth and i think the person wanted money and he sent money and they said they want more money and so it just never was going to end and so um and what's crazy to me is that there's not laws against that already like there's not already intense laws so so this congressman is is passing and it seems like they're going to pass the first law in the country against this type of blackmail that 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 you will get prison terms now for doing this type of thing yeah um and i think it's a real problem out there i actually i would i would wager that there there's more of that happening than we even know of of people being blackmailed and stuff because i know was we were young we were young in the fun time where we had cell phones and cameras and that was a new thing yeah and so 
you know, there's lots of fun, crazy stuff that happens with that as a kid, yeah. right? But, you know, even the fact that now those photos hang out there and are, are those videos hang out there or those things you say hang out there and they're just out there now. The other thing is also like identity is changing, you know? We all have the moment when it's like, okay, 20 years ago or 10 years ago, you wrote something and it pops up, you know? You mm-hmm. said on May 7th this and I'm like, did I? This doesn't sound like me or mm-hmm. my view has changed. You know, I'm a different person now, you know, should be that actually be off like, you know, should you be held accountable for things that you said in the past? Because like you're not anymore that person, but they're still treating you like that person, you know, mm-hmm. obviously that is like a really loaded question by itself. Like, okay, you committed a crime back then. Now you're a different person. Should you be charged? Kind of, you know what? Right. <laughs> but it, it's like. How deep do we go, you know? Because, like, let's yeah. say you cannot fly because you said something against the government, you know? Yeah, yeah. And and the people responsible now aren't easy to track down for things. I think that's the hard thing is we're in an international world now. So if someone really comes after you, it may not be easy to go back after them, right? You, it yeah. may just be some guy in a Baltic state somewhere that's that's hacking your account and doing this. So, so what's the police really going to be able to do to go after them, you know? Yeah. I think that's what's scary, too, is it's like, you know, in the old school world, someone would rob you, but they probably were still in the city. You know, they probably had to actually do it physically, and they're at least somewhere nearby. Yeah. Uh, or, you know, and then maybe there's cameras that caught him and things like that. But now we live in such a time that, yeah, someone across the world could ruin your life. And how are you ever even going to get back at them? How are you ever going to catch them? Yeah. So, or just saying, is it even, or just saying, is it even a person? Because, like, theoretically, you could write a AI program now, just automate it, you know, just yeah. send me a check to through a network of like Bitcoin wallets, you know, or whatever. 100%. And it's just like, oh, we're getting into a time, you know, we don't even answer our phone anymore because there's so many spam calls. Yeah, I think that's a very interesting point there. It's just like uh, that, yeah, that we don't trust the phone anymore. We don't trust communications anymore. Even a lot of emails, you know, I'm, I'm always telling people, be careful the links you click on in the emails because it may seem real. It may seem like, you know, if you're a designer, you oh this is from adobe please please click for your statement now and you click that and now you got a virus yeah. so it's like just trust is eroding at just at a massive level like there's just no trust with ai there's no trust and i think that's the scariest thing in the world to me is like is that there's no trust in the digital world and and i guess my my question to developers programmers um just leadership thinkers just anyone that's like really trying to think of the future of the internet is you know what how do we get back to that? Can we do that? Can we create a safe zone? Can we get back to this place where I, and maybe it's like, we, we know everybody's identity. I don't, I don't know what that means. I don't know what those fail safes are, but like, can we create a pocket where, yeah. where it's all, re- it's only reality? Yeah. So I think we can. And that is like the thing where I'm like, this is like, I had that startup idea like months ago or yeah, months ago. Mm-hmm. And it's basically, you remember Twitter when, you know, you go onto somebody's Twitter and see if they wrote it, you know? And then Photoshop came around and it's like, oh, now you can Photoshop Twitter, you know? Mm. And then you actually have to go onto the Twitter account and see if they wrote it because you could not edit like a Twitter post back in the day, you know? You mm. basically need an unchangeable blockchain, <laughs> basically, you yeah, know, that is verified by everything so that you're like, Oh, yeah, he wrote that. He said that. He posted that. This photo is real, you know? That is the only way, you know? But it needs to be so integrated in everything. Like, oh, you uploaded a video, and now it's like it's authenticated. You see the camera model. You see everything. It's like an authenticated source that is not modified. And it's verified with the blockchain. And even if it would not would be fake, we know it comes from you. 
You know? Right. Well, yeah, I think you're right. I mean, and what that is, what that entails, I don't know. Um, but you know, um, I, I, for some reason, I keep thinking of old film where they used to have like the little the little dot indicator in the corner, and that's when they had to change the reel in the movie house. Yeah. Um, it makes me think of that. Is there something like that in video where there's going to be like this little dot that appears or something? Is there like a little thing that's like proving like, cool, this has been verified. This has been verified. But yeah, you're right. It's like there's, I think that's, that is the next thing is like the verification technologies of like, you know, these things are real um, and that, yeah, AI didn't touch this. Like, you know, is there something or like... Or even if it touched it, it needs to be clear like, hey, just in case this was touched by AI. And- yeah. Yeah. And we've, and we're, all, and I think everything's going to be touched by AI. So even if that happened, we could still have AI on another screen telling us kind of what to do. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think us as, as humans, though, we just have to start to assign what is value. I think that's the only scary place that I see us going to is I just don't see. I, maybe this is a good thing. I don't know, but well, I just feel like we we don't we don't assign value to much anymore. We just we just don't. And maybe that's good. Like on a Buddhist level, you know, the less physical things that you're you're assigning value to, probably the better, because it is about the interactions, the conversations, the moments, the feelings, the vibes. Yeah. Um, you know, and maybe we get back to that, and maybe that's that that is a good thing then. You know, because then we're talking about the people that disconnect from technology, where they're they're just in the moment. They're just yeah. like, I just want to sit by a creek and enjoy the moment. What is very powerful for me, this is like the hottest parts because I'm like so dialed in into like technology, doing things, you know, and like, yeah. and I'm, I'm struggling hard with it, but I'm like also that hurts them my relatability to people who are like very, very like connected with, with themselves, yeah. you know, and they're doing like, this feels good. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, because we all have our comfort spaces, right? And I think yeah. for us, technology, um, we've grown up with it. So, so you know, um, our generation grew up with the internet and grew up with com- computers and just grew up right next to it. So so we're kind of the guinea pigs. I always have to remind people that, like, people, like, we're still the guinea pigs. Like, yeah. we we don't know how this is all going to end up. That's why you see people being weird and different and, and having the pandemic in it and seeing how that kind of made it weird and different, you know. So we're this kind of guinea pig yeah. generation that we're, we're, we're just seeing how the heck we're navigating. And I think that's why you even we're confused as we talk about this like we don't we don't really know what's next because all we know is technology right it'd be interesting you know people like our parents were there they have a time before the internet and computer a lot more than we did right where they were our age before there was an internet where you know so they kind of probably understand that weird transition a little bit better where we're kind of just totally surrounded in it it's hard to see the label in the jar when you're in the jar and we've just yeah. been in the jar since we were born so it's like, yeah, what does a life without technology look like? And and what sucks is we started we start to create our our own um, identities based on that. Like like yeah. you talk through video games, for example, that's part of your identity. That's how you learned your first lessons in life. You, you know, so you know what I find funny uh, talking about video games and movies because we can all describe it into movies and everything, mm-hmm. you know. But you know, there there is that world where you see the movie and they have like spaceships and like all technology. Yeah. And I feel like this is kind of humanity, you know? It's like we want to have simple enough that we still understand it, but we still want to have the benefit of the newest tool. And I think like maybe we get like one of those weird futures where it's like, oh yeah, Galactica, for example. <laughs> AI is like ruining the planet. We're, we got a cool spaceship out of it, you know? <laughs> We're cruising around, yeah, you know? Yeah. And it's just like, yeah, it's everything like just going through the movies, you know? It's like we have the super cool technology. We have like um, computers and bone air. 
Well, you know what I think is interesting that's in a lot of uh, future movies, uh, like Blade Runner is a good one, where, um, you know, they, they, they're kind of blah about technology. They're like, yeah, okay. Yeah, put yeah. that hologram. Okay, yeah, sure. All right. And they're just like, they're always just very bored. They're like, meh, okay. Like, okay, I don't care. And I feel like that's maybe where we're going to go, where like, we're still in this place of like, woo, bright. It, look, look how it's so yeah. new. It's so new and bright. And I think eventually we're going to be like, meh. All right. I've seen a billion icons, a billion videos, a billion images. I've seen projectors. I've seen AI create stuff. I've I put on virtual reality headsets. I have lenses that do virtual augmented reality. Yeah. I think we're just going to get to this place where like yawn. I don't care. Like it's yeah. it's just like whatever. Yeah, it's kind of like the the whole Star Wars vibe, you know? Like they they have like it's like yeah, yeah, you wear it like clothes, you know, and you have like a lightsaber that is hyper technology, you know. Mm-hmm. Nobody really knows how it works, but it's working and we got those fancy tools. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. It could be like a relic out of like AI's history and they just mm-hmm. let the tools behind. It's like, oh yeah, you can have that. And it's like, do your thing, but don't bother me. Or I... Yeah, <laughs> the yeah. race button. Yeah, yeah. I think, um, and I think we're just going to be interconnected into the internet. I think the internet, there's going to be a time where like there was the internet and there was humanity and then there's internet humanity. And I think that's that's coming yeah. with AI. I think we're, we're seeing that kind of constant plug-in. Like I said, it's all an interface problem right now with AI. Once we can get to a better place where it's interface, you know, for me, I know I, I've kind of told friends that I'm thinking about getting a third monitor that only has uh, AI on it at all times. Just you to have make, your phone. You have your phone, my dude. But, but like literally, it's always a screen. So when I have my work station i just have a screen that's vertical that's like showing the conversation with chat with chat gpt and then getting that so that's um voice recognized and then boom i've kind of solved that interface a bit you do already so, like, so, that's so, I can be, so i can be over here and then yell at chat gpt at the same time be like hey go ahead and do this and this and then i'm doing this and i'm kind of looking over there so i'm just trying to figure out like how do i get it in the flow better yeah that is like the biggest thing where Elon is working on it. Also, you know, let's let's have that interface where it's like instead of like writing a sentence, no, you can co- compute the whole yeah. concept that you have in your brain immediately in one string immediately. Right. So it's like the future. We're getting there. We're we're we're, we're popping off of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The future's future's you know bright and dark at the same time. Yeah. Um. But yeah, you know. So I guess um, how do we summarize this all? I, I think like. <laughs> You know, this is now the new style of the episode where we're just like, okay, outro, and the outro is the intro. <laughs> yeah, the outro is going to be the intro. So, you know, um, so yeah, so to summarize this episode, I would say, you know, uh, we're, we're... Thank you, everybody, for watching this episode. We definitely appreciate you. Please follow, rate, like our podcast. We are on Spotify. We're on YouTube. We're on Apple Podcasts. Go to our store, get a coffee mug. My name is Sean Craig. You can find me at Sean Craig Creative on Instagram. This man over here, his name is... Michael Christopher Fitzgerald. A.K.A. Fitz-A. <laughs> just call him Fitz. And just call him Fitz. But you can find Fitz-A on Instagram, YouTube. Um, and then if you want to get these awesome stands, he also sells awesome lens stands on Etsy. So so get yourself a really nice pho- pho- photography lens stand. And um, yeah, thank you for checking out the podcast, everybody. Woo, there we go. We're out.